What's up, fellow teens? Welcome to Jurgen It, the Secret Life podcast about Brenda Hampton's very good TV show, The Secret Life of the American Teenager. I'm your second chance virgin, Sam Canning. And I'm Jordan Canning, and I know what's really going on with this so-called global warming. Oh, I'm so glad we're finally getting to the bottom of it. It's really, we've solved it. So this episode... Can I be honest? I watched this episode just a few hours ago, and I barely remember anything about it. Uh, I think this episode will be burned into my brain forever, but not the beginning. Also, I had so much to write down that I spent the better part of two hours watching this one. And yeah, I've I, I watched this episode for a long time, and it's all just a blur. Oh, it sucked so bad. The beginning I mean, is, that, can't, that can't be anything but a bad sign about the it. The beginning is way less memorable than the end. Yeah, well, I, the, fortunately, as, I as did the episode take notes, goes on, so. it gets worse and worse. I did not take that many mo- notes from the beginning. This episode is episode nineteen, "Money for Nothing, Chicks for Free." Not to be confused with the season five episode, "Money for Nothing." I know. Nice. So hard. What does that to episode mean? The title. What does that mean? Uh, uh, there's sort of a recurring thing there's about a thing about money, not wanting a job, and getting money for doing nothing with the candy bar stuff so you liked the episode i fucking hated this episode i think it was one of the worst in the series and it made me so angry and it I'm made so glad it, i don't and, really remember and, much and about all it. of the character okay i'm gonna I'm, i i did something in this episode all of the characters made me madder than i've ever been at most of them and after so you a, made voodoo dolls well sort of i i, I sort of I, I, I came up with this thing called The List. And okay. here's how The List works. I wrote okay. down the names of every character that I could think of who who I expected to appear on this in this episode or could have possibly showed up, and also Mark Molina because he's not on the show anymore, uh, but I needed an extra name. And uh, as the episode went on, when a character said or did something that made me so angry that I will never forgive them, I crossed their name off the list. The list is a list of characters that I don't want to, like, drown in a volcano. Okay, okay. So um, also, I should say... Should we, just spoil, should we just spoil who isn't crossed off? Yeah. Can I guess? Th- by, uh, there are three. There are three okay. characters in this episode. Who do you okay. think they are? Or four, um, kind of. I'm gonna go with Max, Anne, and Reverend Stone. All right. Let's let's get into it, and you'll see how right you are, or wrong. Okay. So Anne Anne's got her getup back on. She's got her uh, power suit on as as George. Yeah. Did, did you write? Oh, down by the way, what uh, said by the way, sorry, because I sure did. Sorry. You say it word for word. I should say that uh, Ben was sort of my free space. I crossed him off before before even he was in the show. <laughs> uh, but as but, why was he even on the list? Yeah, he was. He is on the list, but his name was crossed out. So by George default. George walks in and he says. Oh boy, Mama's got on her power suit again. Just because you have a pregnant teenage daughter doesn't mean you can be a governor, milady. And then I crossed him off the list. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> he lost his mind in that moment. He also poured some coffee, and I was really waiting for him to drink it, but we don't see if. Uh, well, he didn't make the whole pot. Well, he didn't. Well, yeah, but the, making the whole pot is is what makes the coffee taste good. But we didn't see right, his we reaction. Didn't, we didn't see it made, so he knows that it won't be good. So. So Anne is going to another job interview, which is funny because we never saw her go to a job interview. We saw her go to a therapist. 
That's true. She didn't do that. She didn't go to a job interview. And then Thomas calls. Remember Thomas? I, I, boy, I, howdy, I hoped he didn't come back, but there he is. No, why, why would they introduce him and never have him come back? He calls and asks for Ashley. The show is better than that. And they say they haven't seen Ashley, and then Ashley's right next to him, and it's a very funny I like, yeah, he calls and asks for, he calls and asks for Ashley, and goes, Ashley, phone! And then she says, can she call you back? Like, she doesn't, like, wait for Ashley to respond. She's just like, Ashley, phone, goodbye. The the theme, and one of the themes in this episode is no one cares about Ashley, so she can do whatever she wants. Yeah, which, well, we'll talk about that. Okay. Uh, so, so he says, yeah, yeah, I'll, she can call me back. And then he hangs up and then the camera zooms back and she's sitting right there. What? What was the point of this? Why did they do that? It sucks. So this episode is about Anne telling Amy she needs to get a job. And uh, let me tell you why you're wrong about Anne staying on the list. Okay. Uh, I looked it up. Uh, because because Amy Amy at some point asks she's like can't can't the government help me out and then George is like well for a queen oh that's right never mind I forgot about that part uh and then but I looked it up and uh, for minor parents uh it is it is a hundred percent up to, it is the parents are required to pay child support for their kid until they are yeah, emancipated that's, so this yeah. is oh, by not, the way this is not Amy's problem. Side note, uh, shout out to prop department. Amy looks visibly pregnant and you don't even have to like oh, squint it's, to it's see it. Oh, it's good, actually. She's finally pregnant. I'm not gonna, I, yeah. I really liked how, I really liked how Anne says something about like, well, if, if we, if we haven't got a couple to adopt the baby, then you're going to have to get a job. So they just like off screened that conversation. Yes. Because that never, yeah. I, I was very confused when they said Leon and Donovan wouldn't adopt the baby. So Amy's like, "Well, I, cha- I'm, I guess it's mine now." Yeah, I, I, I cannot believe that they off-screened that conversation. It's That's incredible. an important conversation. So Anne tells Amy to woman up and get a job, and then Amy literally—I'm not even joking—literally says, "But mom, I'm tired." And then mom, she, I'm tired. And then and I, I crossed it. School, and I'm tired. And then I crossed mom. Amy off the list. Amy yeah, was Amy an absolute in ghoul in this episode. She wasn't good. Uh, I've oh, yeah. That, that she also she also is like shit talking her mom to her face where she's like, mom, I'm not I'm not qualified to have a job. And I can't even imagine what you're qualified to do. God, Fuck off, Amy. At least <laughs> you're at least Anne isn't 15 and pregnant, Amy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's also she says. She says, um, I, I don't know if I can go through with the whole, like, looking for another couple to adopt the baby again. Like, I guess it was just too stressful. You know it's not stressful, though. Amy's like, man. It's raising a child. I can't believe Ricky didn't sell my baby. That sounded like such a good idea. Yeah, can we get Bob back in can here, Can we get Bob please? to sell the baby so Amy that doesn't guy, have to work? That guy, for, for all his faults, he, he, did, he was a man with a plan, and he, he had a couple have, ready to go. the only one... He, you know, granted they were like wealthy serial killers, but for sure. Anyway, yeah, Amy is, Amy is nearing Ben levels of me hating her. She's on her way. She, she better shape better. up. She's pregnant. She's got hormones. I've or whatever. I've heard from people who watch the show. My friends have told me that Amy is one of the worst characters and that they hate. I'll her be most. honest. Uh, the ending of the show, I hate Amy. I do. I do want to say one one small uh, concession to Amy is that uh, she's talking about how like there's no point for her trying to get a job, and I mean, yeah, who, what kind of place is going to hire a seven months pregnant fifteen year old who's never had a job before? I agree, it's yeah. not worth it. 
It's good. It's bad. It's bad. So Ashley's at a bus stop with Thomas because this is where they hang out. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> hey, we paid Tom- for the set. We're gonna use it. Thomas asked how old she is, uh, which to me implies that he is definitely not her age. And then she says she's seventeen. And I yeah, was- but 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 uh, he knows that she's in middle school. So why is he asking how old she is? Because he needs to make sure that he's not breaking the law. She's in middle school. He's apparently 13. He I doesn't want her to get in trouble. Is he, though? I really don't know how old he is. Well, everything that happens between Thomas and Ashley seems like it's a joke, but they never say yeah. it's a joke. And then he sa- and then he says, I'm not in middle school, baby. And, then and he I'm said, fascinated by your oh, lips. Oh, then it crossed Thomas off the list. Uh, Ash- Ashley asks if Tom wants to come over, and then... Uh, oh, says, to cl- to clarify, to clarify, when he says he's not a, he's not in middle school, he's homeschooled. Oh right, yeah. That because uh, when he said he that, I was like, he also says oh he's my 15. god, this guy is like seventeen and he's trying to fuck this thirteen year old. No, Thomas but says he. Thomas no, he's says just, he's, he's just God knows how old is all. Yeah, we don't know, but he says he's fifteen now, but he says he's thirteen later. And Tom wants to write down Ashley's address, but he can't find a pen because there's hundreds of cigarettes. No, Tom's in his not backpack. here. Tom's not in this scene. Thomas is looking. Fuck it, I hate this. Thomas is looking for a pen, but but <laughs> oh, George is here also. Uh, but he can't find his pen because there's just hundreds of cigarettes in his backpack. <laughs> yeah. Also, he's he's like a secret agent, and all of his pens are shaped like cigarettes. Nice. So, Anna, this is the this he's like, is, uh, is this a this is a pen or a cigarette or a laser pointer or a blow dart? What the fuck are? God damn it! Why did I do this? <laughs> so now we I cut, shouldn't have gotten the variety pack of cigarette gadgets. So now we cut to Anne having a job oh, interview. Uh, before with, before we okay. cut before we cut, I do want to address the thing that he says where. She she mentions she doesn't get along well with others, and he says, "I know, I saw you on the bus." But if he's, he's homeschooled, he runs he alongside have been on the, bus the school to bus. Stare at Ashley. So, and he he mentions she he knows that she's in middle school because he saw her getting off the bus. So is he just like sitting in front of the middle school with like binoculars, <laughs> looking into the windows of the buses? I'm That's doing what like a binoculars is. gesture with my hands. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah, and he's like, he's ah, like that he... that girl on that bus seems to not get along well with others. I wonder if she's going to get off here. The life uh, yeah, of Thomas is very similar to the plot of the movie Rear Window. Yeah, and then then he says then he says that he's 15, which uh, half your age plus seven, dude. You're too old. <laughs> okay. Uh, so so so. Let's talk about this scene where Anne is at a job interview with, like, creepy Drake Bell. He kind of is creepy. I, th- I was thinking, like, creepy Drake Bell meets creepy Nathan Fielder. Nice! Uh, this guy is the- I, I wrote this- I didn't know his name, so I didn't write it on the list, but if I did, I would have wrote it down just so I could cross it off, because this guy is- she. But I will say that, that, that he doesn't start off being, like, the biggest creepo in the world- but no, it does, he he eases into it quickly. He really, yeah. He it's like bo- he, you got to boil the frog with this guy, uh, right? And except you, except you boil it over extremely high heat. I mean, I I mean, in the immediate seconds of the scene starting, when Anne says that her qualifications for her hot dog stand shop are that she has a three point eight GPA at the time she dropped out of college, and also she's a mom. Yeah. Also, we don't know that it's a hot dog place yet. That's a funny reveal. It's a very funny reveal that that. 
is also yeah. she lies about her major she says she was majoring in business management because it's shameful shameful oh, i didn't even think about that i forgot about that shameful to, to major in uh women's studies uh, yeah it's great and then Drake oh and that's the- that's when the camera pulls back to reveal that it's a hot dog place and she and yeah. it's like ah uh, fake job bad woo! don't have it anyone who has that job sucks and then drake bell is like oh you're Funny. so over he's like so overqualified and i'm so horny how old yeah, are he you? He asks how old she is. She and he says asks that... if she's a natural redhead, and uh... she says, "She says I'm 29." Wink. And yes, I am a natural redhead. And also, he says, Anne all right sa- then, you're hired. Well, I need to say a few things, which is Anne says, "Hey, you're not allowed to ask the question how old are you at a job interview," and he's like, "No, it's just a personal question." <laughs> yeah, and the- you're not allowed to do that. No, I'm just doing it. And then, and then uh, he's like, "Do you know Spanish? I need a guy who can speak Spanish. My guy speaks I don't Spanish." Know, I don't know why you said that in creep voice. Because he's a huge creep. <laughs> Do you oh, speak and then Anne is like, Anne is like, "There's a lot of shady things going on. I think I can make you lose your business license." And he's like, "That's so hot." He says, "Yeah, that and then, for real." Yeah, yeah. She says. He says that he needs someone who can speak Spanish because the chef in the kitchen is Spanish. I guess they only have one chef. Oh, um, yeah. And, and, pr- and pr- at this point, presumably they have one employee and it's the chef. Yeah. And uh, this guy and, does not make another appearance. So pr- he is not the employee either. Yeah. And she, she says she'll, she, she doesn't speak Spanish, but what if she has an assistant who speaks Spanish? And, you know what? And that's I what had he's no like, idea what that meant, honestly, because why would I have? Yeah, she she actually doesn't mention speaking Spanish. She's just like, if you're hiring me, I want an assistant. And I'm like, what the fuck is she saying? Yeah, and and he's like, I'm not giving you an assistant. And she says, I'll tell labor relations about the questions you ask me and you'll lose your business license. And then he goes, that's hot. Say it again. Say it. Say it. I'm going to send you right to Slipco. And she she does. She says it again. Why would you do that? Anne has ants in her brain in this episode, but she's having a great time, so I'm not going to fault her for it. Yeah, I'm Uh, happy for her. So so as she leaves, the the cook, whose name is Fernando, uh, we still don't know Adrian's mom, by the way. uh, God, you're right. uh, Jesus Christ. He says in Spanish, don't tell her that I make $10 an hour and get insurance. And then he's like, okay. Yeah. Did, Did he say how long Fernando's been working there? I feel like he mentioned it but i didn't make a no, note of it for, for no, Nando, okay. uh, so jack anyway. so so the scene starts with jack selling chocolate bars for duncan's uh oh just his, uh, just so we're clear in case i in case i wasn't clear enough amy is going to be working here yes. as Anne's assistant who will translate for her which seems unnecessary because like well i didn't well how amy, much the, the, amy is a character who they've expressed they expressed that she is so fluent in spanish amy all who the famously time. speaks spanish constantly but yeah so, like yeah. i mean how much how much if this guy's been working here apparently alone for some time, I can't imagine that he doesn't speak English to some degree, like enough to understand like hot dog, mustard, onions. Well, I mean, yeah. Do you really need an assistant to translate? Uh, no. This it's all stupid. This whole thing is stupid. Jack is oh, selling chocolate. Oh, okay. Never mind. That makes Jack sense. is selling chocolate bars for Duncan's uh like underprivileged youth fund. Because mm. because Duncan is such a sweet boy, and yeah, uh, and, Amy, and Amy is reclining in the middle of the stairs, like God, lying down on the staircase. Which she's is cool. so tired. I'm so tired. <laughs> uh, she wants a chocolate bar, but it's five bucks because it's for the kids. And then Amy calls Ben. Yep, she calls Ben and says, "Ben, I need five dollars." And Ben is there. Ben is there immediately, and he's like, "Here you go, Amy." 
And then what a cuck! What a cuck! He's so subversive. Ben needs to learn about men going their own way. Is what I'm trying to say. Ben needs to go his own way. It would be better for both. But of also, them. I thought that Amy was like, "I'm not forgiving you, Ben. I hate you." She hates Ben. Did we skip an episode? Did I we skip s- the episode where where Donovan and Leon have the conversation with them, and Amy gets? Ben- Did we skip an episode? No, we really didn't. Okay. Ben. Then when he hears that it's for the kids, Ben the White Knight. I need. Do people think that I say that as a not as a joke? I hope nobody. Okay, nobody who listens to this podcast is like, man, I I like I like them, but first of all, nobody thinks that. But nobody's like, I like them, but I wish they didn't genuinely have these red pill opinions with cucks okay. and white knights. <laughs> okay. Well, Ben is such a cuck, and he's also a white knight because he buys four four chocolate bars. Yeah, and I'm of, racist. For a total of $20. $20 for his own, 5 for Amy. Yeah, so 25. he spent $25 on chocolate bars just now. Uh, but, and the reason the reason he buys those chocolate bars, because he's like, $5 for chocolate? That's kind of expensive, don't you think, Jack? And he's like, but this is teaching Duncan that he can rely on me for help. And he goes, okay, I'll take four. What? Honestly. That's not, what? Yeah. Honestly, like, I kind of... Like, in the immediate moments of Ben showing up, I kind of wished that I hadn't immediately crossed him off, but I knew he would make me mad, and he, <laughs> he, he sits down next to Amy and tells her that, that she probably should find a job. I will say, I will say Ben had one moment in this episode that I thought was possibly the best moment that he's had in the entire show. Huh, well, I, I can't wait to hear a list, because I don't remember what it was, but when Ben tells Amy that she it's needs pr- to It's get, pretty small. When Ben tells the Amy that The bar is very needs, low. The candy bar is very expensive. And low. Uh, so when Ben tells Amy that she needs to find a job, she she says that he should date her mother and then storms off. But also she's, yeah, pre- she's I, pregnant I, and aunt, so he, she needs her Ben's help to get her up so she can storm off. Did I mention funny. that Amy... And, she, and she's, she's like... Did when, I mention that she is a ghoul in this episode? She's not great, but she is pregnant, so it's not her fault. Uh, and when... She's tired. When Ben, when ben tells her that... She, he's like, you know, your mom, your parents are just trying to like help help you out and teach you a lesson and help you be responsible and take care of the baby. You probably should like put the effort in and apply for some jobs. And a- Amy's like, Ben, you should be saying no, Amy. You don't have to work. Your mom and dad are being monsters. They should take care of you, Ben. I I know I can get a job, Ben. I just don't want to. And I'm like, it's... Amy, can you please stop making me side with Ben? I, it feels I hate... disgusting. It, anytime Amy is just, like, being the worst, I do feel a little bit bad for Ben, which then makes me feel disgusted with myself. <laughs> bad for yourself. Bad yeah. for myself. So Ricky then runs down the stairs and confronts Ben. There's a lot of Ricky-Ben stuff in this episode that was bizarre. And I was yeah. kind of excited to see Ricky because Ricky's, like, he has potential to not get crossed off. Nope. Yeah, I, and then this episode. I, I, am, I almost immediately, he this, almost this immediately crossed him episode. off the Jack is still I on like the list, I should when, say. When, when, uh, yeah, Jack hasn't done anything wrong yet. Not yet. Ben, <laughs> ben shows up and, or sorry, Ricky shows up and Ben is like, once we're of age, I'm going to legally marry her and spend the rest of my life with her and your son, which is such a creepy way to say that, you fucking <laughs> it's weirdo. It's so gross. And then Ricky. Your son is going to be in my life forever. He really, he really does say that. I'm going to imprint on your son, Ricky. (laughs) I tattooed my name on your son already. Also, he's not your son anymore. He's he's my kid. Y'all see. Y'all all all see. And then, I mean, that's the thing though. If he said, if he said her and our son, that would be like, okay, chill. But when he, when you say her and your son, (laughs) 
as opposed to like oh, her and her son so creepy <laughs> he's so creepy it just reminds me of that tim and eric thing where where, where uh they're, they're doing like the universe thing and eric's like i sneak into your backyard with a flashlight and i point it through your son's window and i do swirls on the wall i do this every night with your son that's all i could think of i don't know what you're talking about but i love it ricky as he leaves takes one of ben's five dollar candy bars and (laughs) this is this is the moment like i'm a dickhead for this episode this is this is the moment where i came up with the the list because i was like i hate everyone so far i need to find the one i like so i I wrote down everyone's name and right now the only person who has appeared in this episode who hasn't been crossed off the list is is Jack. jack Actually, I didn't technically cross off Ashley yet, but I had no faith that she was going to stay on the list. Oh, yeah. No, Ashley sucks. And, and then speaking of Jack, oh, Jack is now... Oh, and, and Grace is on the list, too, because I knew she was being in this episode. So Jack walks yeah. up to Grace, and he's like, hey, Grace, you want some chocolate because you're on the pill? And then I cross Jack off. I know that women on the pill crave chocolate, and you're on the pill, Bye, I know, Jack. because you've... Remember, remember when time. you remember when you explicitly said that you're not on the pill? Well... Which Grace, once again, says the just the delightful line the tasty meatball of a line i'm not on the pill i just have it i just like it it's just good to have i love it i just like it and then and then (laughs) she says she says five dollars is a lot for a candy bar so i'm not gonna buy one but i can help you sell them because i'm popular right now. you missed something you missed something that grace said it was what i missed a brain genius thing that she said where she says jack how do you know so much about birth control because he said women who are on birth control love chocolate Grace. I mean, he should know that that women be women be craven. Women be craven, and then Jack went craven. Like <laughs> women are craven. <laughs> women are craven. They're, they're they cowards. Will never, they will never fight in the van. Uh, so Jack says it was all part of the sales pitch. The thing I said, and then Grace is like, I have birth control, so everyone loves me right now. So where do we? I didn't want to do it. Should we just do it? Should we just get it over with? What? I, I'll just do it. I'll just do it. So Grace Grace opens up the, the door and uh, there's this fish. And mm-hmm. she says, hi, we're selling chocolate bars. And the fish goes, <laughs> chocolate? Did you just say chocolate? Anyway. Uh, yeah, that's a very good. And then and then she opens another door and there's like a death. And Mimsy's there and she says, chocolate. <laughs> Mimsy's there. You rub this on your skin chocolate. and it cures Alzheimer's. And she's uh, also like, she's yeah, you rub it on your skin and it makes you live forever. Uh, so anyway, uh, we've reached to the Mimsy's point. Mimsy's gotten really old since the last time we saw her, and she's a fish now. Funny Mimsy get on wrong plane really killed her. I will like, say, I will say, I, it is a relief to see Grace and Jack getting along because the drama between them was so fucking annoying. It was the worst, but so, so I, I do like. By the way, she doesn't. She doesn't like grab some chocolate bars and she and grabs go the whole box. Which, she's just like, I'll do it for you. Goodbye. Which leads me into the worst joke in the whole show. Okay. I don't think they'll ever make a joke worse than this, and it made me foam at the mouth. So, so Grace is taking the box of chocolate bars from Jack, and Jack is like, "No, wait, wait, I, I got it." For and Grace says, "I can do it," and then Jack says, "I hope by it you mean sell candy bars." Yeah, I I, I remember Good. them saying that and being like, "I'm just gonna not write this down and hope that Jordan doesn't either." I I I had to I needed to make the distinction that they will never make a joke worse than that one. It was. It's very bad in so, every way, structurally, contextually. Like there's nothing about this. So, so it's, Adrian, not, it's, so then, it's just a. It just is a bad joke. Grace does sell candy bars. She's going to sell candy bars, and she walks up to Adrian. And Adrian, you you got this. You can do it. Be good, please. 
she's I, she's I, trying so hard to guilt Adrian into buying the bars. I I they she's they, like, they do you, have like Adrian, fun, do you hate like, black teenagers? But and then Adrian asks to borrow Grace's pink sweater. Go on. And the reason is that she says yeah. to Grace, I'm trying to get my brother to have sex with me. Bye, Adrian, you're Stop off the list. Stop saying that. He's not. And, and I I gotta say, because I, I had a feeling that Grace was going to be like my only hope for this episode. So I was way more lenient on Grace than I should have been. Uh, you're, spoiler, I mean, spoiler if you're, you're going to tell me that she stays on your list, you're no, wrong. No, no, I'm saying that she stayed on my list way longer. I should have, I should have taken her. should have her off right the right fuck now. here. I was like, because she, she says, she says, you know, Adrian, it's good that you're being courted. Stop saying that. Also, don't say that. You're uh, a little craven because, that you're so afraid of the courting. Because it'll give you a chance to be a lady. Have you Adrian's had your like, blood let yet, Adrian? Adrian? Adrian goes, ladies have sex. And yeah. she says, actually, Adrian, ladies wait until marriage. Sex before <laughs> marriage makes you a... Uh, Oh my god. Say it. Say it. And then she has an then like the camera does the Hitchcock zoom as she has the most the amazing idea. Mu- for I swear to god for a split second it sounded like the like uh Oh my god, I, it, I'm blanking. What's the the shower Yeah. Here's here's the reason in my brain What is that movie? That I, Psycho. Uh, the reasoning that I, I didn't was gonna say thriller, and then I was like, "That is not what that take is." Take Grace off the list. First of all, I feel like we went past the point where where Adrian says, "I want to have sex with my brother," and Grace says, "All right, let me help you with that," um, which is another really good thing that Grace does. But the reason I didn't take her off the list immediately first on part one was because I was like, "I can't imagine there's anyone who will be better than Grace in this episode." But also because this isn't this is nothing new for Grace. Right. This is I, normal well, Grace. I disagree because what's what's happening here? This we'll is. Just, I'll just. I mean, Grace I'll did go say, a little bit insane. I'll what, just say right now what what Grace is telling Adrian. She says, Adrian, as the as the psycho music plays, uh, she says, Adrian, here's what you should do. You should become a virgin again because you know what. Guys are really attracted to virgins. So if you ask God for forgiveness for your trans your sexual transgressions, he can restore your spiritual virginity. You'll be a virgin to- again, and then that'll make your brother want to fuck you. <laughs> so I here, love- hi, hi, I'm Grace Bowman. Here's my advice. Abuse Christianity to have sex before marriage. That's I'm who Grace she Bowman. is. We all know Grace. Uh, she also uses the metaphor set the odometer back. And Grace, it didn't work for Ferris Bueller. It's not going to work for Adrian's vagina. Good one, probably. Uh, and and uh, someone will get it. I mean, I'm sure. Then to Adrian pro- hates to prove a point, she's like, too. she's like, see how see how much people like virgins. Check this out. And she she gets out her megaphone and she says, "Hi everyone, I'm selling expensive candy bars. I'm and a virgin I, who owns birth control pills." Then like everyone... three twenty something year old men wearing Letterman jackets are like, "I want to buy five dollar chocolate bars." Hey, and I I'm, see, a, I'm a teenager. I belong here. Can I have wait a one? minute? Do you have how is, is your hymen intact? All right, cool. Oh, I'll buy God. some candy bars from you. And then something very weird. Well, happened. actually, my hymen can anyway. A weird thing that happened, which was as this is going on, there's a shot of Ricky presumably looking at Grace. Yo, I and, have okay, no fucking idea it's, what it's, that shot was supposed to be. It was a shot of Ricky looking at Grace, presumably, but maybe Adrian, and then a shot of Adrian's face, so like maybe he's she's looking at Ricky. And then just a shot of Ben, and Ben is yeah. in this too, but then like it just doesn't 
What was the anything. meaning of that? I have no idea what that was getting at. Anyway, Ben... It's just cutting... Yeah, whatever. This is the part where Ben has Grinch... Le Grinch face as as he walks up to Ricky and he's like, Ricky, do you have... Who, who's your second choice? And I don't know... Well, yeah, he's kind... He's, he's basically taunting Ricky because he's like, Amy's gonna choose me because I have money. And you and have no one. He says, he said, okay. But his reasoning is, he says, Adrian's in love with her brother. First of all, fucking stop calling him her brother. And also, they're not in love. Where? Why is everyone fucking saying that? Uh, then he says, Grace is out of his league, which is weird, because he and Grace were dating, and Grace was in love with him. Well, she has birth control now. And and then he's like, and, and Sean Johnson Birth control Johnson that she is... has to attract Ricky to her again. And Sean Johnson and then, is training for Beijing. Yeah, and then he says, and then he says, and also you're going to be paying child support for the next 18 years if you don't give the baby up. He he takes the he takes the candy bar back, and he goes, "You shouldn't take things you can't pay for." And then he does a hundred Z snaps. Also in this scene, I mean, I can't uh, disagree with him that much, considering Ricky did did literally steal his five dollar chocolate bar, which was that. That, but also Ricky literally told Amy that he wouldn't get a job. That is also true, but Ben sucks. Also, Ben in this scene uh, says like. You can't be a daddy if blank. And hearing Ben refer to Ricky as a daddy, both of those, both of those people, and that word made me puke my brains out. It was so. Gross. <laughs> I'm glad I don't remember that. Oh yeah, yeah. Ben is like, you're a daddy. No. So uh, uh, then Donovan, we're at George's minty office, and Donovan pokes his head in. Smells great. Smells really good. Uh, and Donovan. I also put him on the list, and he didn't get crossed off the list, as far as I know. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah, was sure. this was in well, ra- no, rage. No, I would no. cross him off for what he says here. No, it's it's it was things that made me so mad that that I just couldn't. Look okay, at them. okay. Yeah, it was fair like enough, fear, rage moments. Okay, yeah. So which Donovan, is why, yeah. Donovan just walks in and says, "It's not Ricky's fault that we're not adopting the baby." Which and is then, weird because George- the last time I saw in, in the previously on. You see Ricky say about how screwed up his family is, and then it immediately cuts to That's Ra- Leon and Donovan saying, "We, I don't want an open adoption. We can't adopt from this kid." Yeah, and then, cool. and then George George says to Donovan, he says, "Why, why will you take on other people's problems but not ours?" <laughs> Which is and then Donovan ex- in in the in the context of Donovan saying that he wanted to adopt kids like Ricky who need who who couldn't get love and support. If they wanted it. So apparently in their brain, Amy's baby is in a good family situation also. Yeah, with, with the with the dad who they referred to as so screwed up. And then Donovan says, the here's what Donovan says. I this is this is word for word. His explanation for why he's not adopting their baby. It's all about acceptance. Loving the imperfect makes us accept and love our own imperfections. What the fuck does that mean? I need what does to that have, have to do I need with to anything? adopt a foster child so I can feel better about myself. You can't just put the words in any order and pretend they're deep and meaningful. And Leon then George took a handful of magnetic poetry and just threw it in the fridge, and that's what he said. George goes, "Damn, you made me cry." And he's clearly not. He's visibly not. He's crying. just. He's doing a frown, and then George is sad, and I don't give a fuck because he misses his wife, and I hate him. Uh, what does that mean, though? Loving the imperfect makes us accept and love our own imperfections. Why does that have to do with foster children who are imperfect because their family is bad? They feel I don't know. It sucked. So anyway. Donovan. So Donovan is telling George, "I'm not adopting your daughter's baby because I 
need that I feel bad about myself. Is that what he's saying? It doesn't matter. A gay gay okay. guy talk about acceptance. Oh, and, it's and meaningful then, then. And then George and then, and then George starts crying, so I guess he's gay now also. Oh no, he's Whoa! gay now. It's and so George, edgy. But but he actually he's straight because he says he still loves Anne and the divorce is killing him. And then Donovan says it, Donovan asks, Did you get the house? <laughs> And he's like, I got the garage. <laughs> so we come so, back to the school and Amy, Amy, <laughs> well, Amy. George, George says, George's response to that is I'm still waiting on the loan, which is, are I they like introducing this... a new plot point? What does that mean? Uh, or is that a complete throwaway line? Let's, let's pretend yeah. it's a throw. Let's treat it's, it as a throwaway line. So Amy ate all four of her candy bars and you can totally tell because her stomach is huge. <laughs> yeah, she's bloated <laughs> like in a, like in a, uh, uh, a And uh, another thing that hasn't happened in a while happens again. Did you catch this? No. Anne just walks into the school and says, Amy, let's leave right now. We gotta go. Well, well, it you is got a job. She, well, it's, it's. Is it after school? It is after school. She's here to pick her up. Okay, but she does. That's walk why. Into that's why school. Amy was like. That's why Amy was like, "Mom, why are you inside and not outside?" You know, when you were in high school and just parents would just walk in all the time, yeah. all the yeah. time, all the time. Yeah, and you always hoped that they were bringing you McDonald's for lunch. And then, but they yeah, never and were. then Anne, and then Anne is, tells Amy they were just bringing you your like, butt cream. Amy, you speak Spanish. Let's go. And it was like that's the first I've ever heard of Amy speaking Spanish. But apparently, <laughs> and Amy and Amy goes. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. Amy says. How do you say, say what, in Spanish? <laughs> That's what she said. And then Ben... <laughs> <laughs> That's what she says. She says, Mom, how do you say, say what, in Spanish? Yeah, and then Ben uh, is so goddamn confused as, as Anne drags Amy to out the door. And the cut to Amy being so miserable in an apron gave me a little bit of life that I didn't She's have. not wearing an apron. Uh, uh, no, she is. is she wearing, she's no, she is wearing an apron. She's she not wearing... It was, she, she wasn't so, wearing any sort of hairnet or anything. No, that was what she looks so miserable. They even, like, put she looks her hair... so pissed. They specially, like, styled her hair in a way that I feel like they tried to make her look, like, edgier and angrier. She is so upset. <laughs> they gave her anger hair. They gave her Sasuke uh, hair, and it was so, really weird. <laughs> this so scene... She's she's standing in the kitchen getting paid eight dollars an hour to look mad. She literally we never see her do a work. Anne she, Anne is making up funny hot dogs. Anne is having like, the time of get her me, life. Give me two dogs with a squirt of red and yellow. It's, and then and, uh, Anne, Anne is loving it, and I think she's also loving how angry her daughter is a little bit. And what and this is this is where uh, to my point earlier, Anne is Anne is making. She's not even saying. Two hot dogs with ketchup and mustard. She's making up slang terms that she's yelling to the kitchen. Which and the is right guy gets her. it. The guy knows. And he's yeah. Amy's not translating. Amy is doing nothing. Amy is literally Amy's just, doing Amy nothing. Amy is shit talking her mom in Spanish to Fernando. And Fernando's Fernando is so pro Anne. Yeah, too. Fernando's like, look at her. She's having the time of her life. Come on. So 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 cool teen moment here is mm-hmm. this show recreated the most realistic customer order taker interaction now I've ever i was seen in i my was life. thinking the same thing except i know for it's how not it, intentional it was i was thinking the same thing except for how it ended okay but so he walks up and he says i want a hamburger and she says we no it's, that this. is not what he says no he does he okay, does it's fine. it's not important but he does okay no then, it is it is important actually it is important yes yeah, so then then he asks for a kebab and Anne says she could cut up some hot dogs and put them on a stick and then he, and says, then he ca- does the like the exact sort of thing that we have heard at our food service job. He says, uh, "What kind? I don't want that. I want a kebab." 
And then Anne says, and then he asks what kind of food they serve there. And she says, we serve, it's American. And he says, all right, I'll take a hamburger. Yeah, now that's, that's why it's important that he did ask for a hamburger first. Because she told him that they don't have it. And then he asked for it again. See. That is literally what, that, that is real ass customer It, it is so, it's they cu- actually, it is an accurate simulation of what it is. I've had that exact thing. It happens like, all have, the time. I, I'll have an oatmeal. Oh, we don't have oatmeal. What kind of bre- what kind of food do you serve? Oh, you know, like bagels, breakfast stuff. Okay, then I'll have an oatmeal then, because it's a breakfast place. So you should have oatmeal. I don't. I can't grow oatmeal out of my fucking. <laughs> what do you want from me? I really love people who are confident enough to walk into a restaurant and just make up an item and then be just like, "Oh, you have this, I'm sure." Anyway, this is now the give me a compl- hot dog burrito pop tart. This has just turned us into us complaining about work, so let's move on. But then, uh, but then that's where that's where it falls apart and where it stops being realistic is when is when he goes, hmm, "All right, I'll have a hot dog then." Oh yeah, that's true. And then Anne says, "I'll get a cr- get give me a cry bear cry baby plane." Ugh, that is so gross. Yeah, I, like I, hot dogs. I hate when I'm I hate when I'm on a crybaby plane and I'm like, God, four hours of this. Ugh. Yeah. Um. And then, uh, do you get it? So Amy, I don't get Amy, it. then Amy, while she's shit talking her mom in Spanish, she accidentally shit talks her in English for one line to the and, guy who speaks Spanish apparently. And there's and there's no consequence or any indication that Anne heard her at all. So I no, don't know it, why they even did that. Yeah. So Anne. So Ashley. Now we're at the Jurgens' house with Ashley and George, and apparently they have no idea where Anne and Amy are, which is hysterical to me. And George blew my mind again. Yep. Because uh-huh. Ashley is like, they got a job, or Amy got a job, and then George is like, what? She doesn't need a job. I just got, I have money to take care of her baby. Just don't tell your mom. Just don't tell your mom. He, so I that's, mean, that is, that is confirmed, explicitly confirmed at this point. George is factually, literally hiding money from Anne. A lot of Why money, Why is he doing baby that? Baby raising money. Why would he be doing that? Like, he, this isn't like a, this isn't like a, well, since we're getting divorced, I don't want her taking the money. Because he was hiding money. No, the, he was hiding money The before. reason that the trouble started with them was because of the money problems. Yes, because He started George, hiding money before... Oh. Like, George literally has a buried treasure. Like, he has... Why? 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 He has money buried somewhere. And it's so weird. Yeah, and then, and then Ashley says, Amy has a job she doesn't want to pay for a baby she doesn't want with a guy she doesn't want. Which is cool, because, like, those second two parts were... Great. Where did those come from? Um, and, but okay. and then Ashley asks if Thomas can come over. And George, remember when in the episode one, when George is like, I don't want my daughter having sex. Don't have sex and don't well, ever the talk bar, to a boy. The bar is set very low at this point. Thanks, Amy. Well, George is so... Yeah. I mean, I could I could even accept if, if, if you told me, if Brenda Hampton popped out of my computer screen, I would say thank you so much. And then she would say, actually... Uh, that was an intentional thing to sort of do a contrast between like where George was at before and now because Ashley's always talking about like how she feels invisible. That was actually to draw attention to that. I would say, okay, leave. Bye, Brenda. Um, and also George is like, she's like, you've met Thomas, and he's like, yeah, he seems like a nice looking kid. He's literally like smoke cigarettes, and you yeah, see he him looks, smoke cigarettes, he and wears so a leather cool jacket. When he gave you that cigarette. <laughs> George loves how Thomas smokes. He looks okay. so cool with that cigarette. Oh my god. We can have him in our house? Really? You mean it? Oh man, we can keep him? Can we keep him? And then he says, <laughs> but don't get cr- pregnant. 
Who is this man? He does. He does actually. Say He's like, everything. I'm off to. I'm off to go dig up my buried treasure. <laughs> now, um, I really liked this next scene. The way that it starts with awkward is... drumming. Those are what the subtitle says. And Ricky's yeah, so having Ricky's, a real Ricky fit. is sitting outside the band room, listening like, to laughing. funny bad drumming, and he's, and he's like quietly the laughing to himself. Moment. We Why also... is Ricky not in there? But first of all, I think that I. I actually think they sort of vaguely explain this, which is that they? well. Ricky is in marching band. Ben is just in like the band class. Like, oh, the marching band is like oh, the good you're right, you're musicians. Right. Okay. So, yeah. You're right. You're so right. Ricky is like So he was he was just standing he was just waiting there to get a chance to He's listening to the shitty normies play. Okay. But okay, yeah. so that's that's one problem yes. solved. Here's the next problem. Also we hear is that we hear the voice of Mr. Sedlak, the invisible band teacher Kim Jong. Yeah, he exists. We have we have another another We don't uh, see him, but we hear employee him. Employee of the show. Uh, but yeah, so as as they're all leaving, you hear the ba- the band teacher yelling. He's like, "All right, everyone, make sure you practice, especially you, Boykovich." And then Ben walks out, and he's got his cymbals. And Ricky says, "You are not a percussionist." No, he but, isn't. But he only plays the cymbals. None of that stuff that you heard was him. And also, and I was like, yes, at first, you're... I was like, at first when I when I heard the drumming and Ricky laughing, I was like. Oh my god, they forgot that Ben just plays the cymbals. But then he walks out with just the cymbals, so they it's know that he only plays the cymbals, so this, why did it... Th- this show <laughs> has done more reminders to us that Ben plays the cymbals than it does that Amy plays the French horn, which is funny because her dream is to go to Juilliard and stuff. <laughs> and we, for- I, I need to keep reminding myself that because I know I'll forget it if I don't. Yeah, well... Um, so it, it it does come up later. I, then you, then can, you Ricky, can forget about it for now. Ricky says he's not a percussionist like we've ever seen him drum, and Ben's like, "Oh, I know, I'm terrible at everything. I tried tennis and I sucked, and I tried this and I sucked. Yeah, I know so I Ricky, suck so Ricky, much, but I have Ricky money, says, and that's okay." He literally yeah, is Ricky like, "He says, Ricky says, how can you go every day of your life doing stuff that you know you're bad at?" And the, I mean, obviously, the correct answer is he's an upper class privileged white boy. But yeah, then he's like, "Well, I'm just a fail son at everything I've done, but I have money, so I win." And then, and then he's like, and I have your, your, your girl and your son, your baby, which I will yeah. raise. You can call me Mr. Steal Your Girl. And, uh, Ricky, then Ricky says, you know what, Ben? You're right. I came here to concede. I have no money. You have yes money. Therefore, you will be a better dad than I will. Bye. And, but then, but then he twists the knife and he's like, also, that's the only reason that Amy went back to you. Bye. What? Amy hates Ben and is only with him because she thinks he has money. I mean, I've never does. gotten well, that. Well, yeah. Anyway, his yeah. dad has money. So I didn't yeah. expect to see Reverend Stone again, I'm going to be honest. But I'm glad he's back. He's very entertaining to watch. And yeah. and then I saw the back of Adrian and Grace's head and I immediately knew that, that this is Reverend Stone, the virgin doctor who will fix your yeah. virginity. So, so he's... He's here at Grace's house talking to her and Adrian. So <laughs> Adrian seriously alcohol. is, or uh, Grace seriously is like, I've got the I've got the master plan for you to trick your brother into having sex with you by but using also, God to your advantage. Okay, for premarital sex. Here's the thing, Grace is deep in the shit right now because I don't know if Grace is trying to help Adrian by helping her have sex with her own brother. That isn't actually her brother. I need to remind everyone of that. But yeah, but there's a also a moment that, in this episode where I now, but I also think maybe Grace was doing this to try to sort of 
move Adrian to the Christian Towards side. Christianity. And I, I can't I really, tell which but, she was but, doing. But she's doing it, she's doing it explicitly to help her get Max to have sex with her. Anyway, Reverend Stone says that, that She's uh, like, here's a way that you can that you can game the Jesus system to to do sin better. He asks if uh, Adrian is Catholic and she says no and then he says, Oh, are you Catholic? And she says no. <laughs> Thank you. And he says, uh, he says, well, all you need to do to get your virginity back is is confess to God, and 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 he'll bada bing, bada boom. You're it's virgin. that easy. It's uh, that easy, folks. And then Grace, Grace said to Adrian, like, to sorry, uh, Grace says to Reverend Stone, like, I think she's gonna come over to our side. And I was like, Grace, it, I'm sorry, you're off the list. Like, you know, I, I, you know that you're doing this to help her have premarital sex, right? I couldn't keep her. You on do the list remember why longer. this is happening, right, Grace? Yep. Yeah. Yes, and then and then and then Grace is like, "I'm going to go get you that sexy sweater that's a sweater." And then Reverend Stone. But, okay, and she, okay. So, so what? What Grace does she think is loves gonna, when what her she think is has gonna, sex? What does she so think is going to happen? Much. What does she think is going to happen? Max thinks, knows that Adrian's not a virgin. That do, Max does she a- think? She thinks that Max and Adrian are going to have sex, which she loves. But no, no, no. I mean, Adrian. Does Adrian thinks that Max, who knows that she's not a virgin, is going to go? Oh, you're religious now? Cool. You're a spiritual version now? That's great. That I think makes that me so horny Adrian to hear is it. such a... So not used to human relationships that aren't just two people having yeah. sex. Yeah, like and that's, that's why I'll kind of forgive I'm her. I'm not forgiving her. This makes no sense, but... In the show, I mean, canon. the plan makes no sense, but they, yeah. Well, okay, anyway, anyway, as as Grace, Grace goes leaves, to get her sweater, Reverend Stone asks, uh, "She's he's like, wait, aren't you the girl that broke up Jack and Grace?" And she says, "Not anymore." Yeah, so I guess she. When actually you pray is to God, this? you can do anything you want. But I mean, the fact that she says that makes it sound like she is like genuinely, like internally, she is into this. The like asking God for forgiveness for her sexual transgressions thing. Anyway, Jackson Gangtown now. Jackson Gangtown, and you know what happens when you're in Gangtown? Is the scary so, black people take you know, your the, money? The second, the second he pulls in and he parks his car, he literally he gets like out of his car. One foot and the out camera, of the car. The camera is at kind of an awkward angle and distance, and I'm like, oh, he's gonna get mugged. And he pulls out this wad of cash from his pocket, and immediately, like, this, in, like they were, like I don't even know how they could have been so close to him. And also, he, yeah. he, it happens so fast, like, the flash mugged him. Yeah, it, it really is gone. like the flash then, mugged him, or like, Jack... Fry, Fry drank 300 cups of oh, coffee yeah. and then mugged of Jack. Of you mean? Of Kofifi. I remember uh, that episode of Futurama. Yeah, I love that one. Uh, uh, and, and he says, I'm going to take this money and I'm going to get iPad. And <laughs> and he, he not only does he grab the money, he also grabs the box of candy bars. <laughs> I'm taking this too! And then Jack, like, drops his keys and someone I'm, I'm hungry and greedy. Uh, by the way... Uh, when they resolve this stuff with Jack, he never gets his keys back, and they acknowledge that he doesn't. Yeah, and I don't he... know if that's ever going to come up again. That he just Jack sure does have... have his phone and car stolen. They, I, I really want to, and I don't think the people who. So stole let me it, just they, say, they... let me just say, let's let's not beat around the bush. That's Duncan. I knew that was Duncan before it happened. Yes, Duncan stole I, his. The key. second the second he parked his car in the camera. All right, angle, let's just. Weird. I was like, oh, just... Duncan's going to steal him to prank him. Do you or just steal yeah, his money? I, th- I thought that that this was a Duncan prank. Also, I didn't know the extent of what this was do you want to pull back the curtain now or keep waiting uh well we'll we'll get there okay we'll get so the so the so yeah the guy knock the guy knocks him down he's he's on his phone with the police and then the guy runs by again and like throws the box of candy bars at him and then takes his phone 
And the, no, no, no. He doesn't take go. his phone. No. So no, no, no. He does not. He does not. Hmm. He he throws the box of candy bars at him and keep and keeps running. Jack drops his phone and his keys on the ground and oh, chases yeah. and then, after him. And, then a and he just leaves Duncan. them there. And then a guy runs up and funny steals them and gets in his car and drives off. Nice. So is your are you saying that that was Duncan? No, that wasn't no. Duncan. Oh, Jack okay. just straight up got his car stolen. Oh, that's what you're... Okay, so, yes, when you go to scary black people land, everything you own gets stolen, is what this show exactly. is telling you. Exactly. Uh, so so then Thomas shows up and he's got a bottle of Wait, wine. Wait, are are were those characters huh? black? I, I, don't even, I don't even see color. White, I, white, I didn't even white. notice. I didn't so, even notice. So Thomas shows up and he brought a bottle of wine, but what's really weird is he didn't have a box of Raisin Bran to go with it. Which oh is, no! He was doing it wrong, and the worst part was he said it was for the for Ashley's parents. So like, he screwed everything up. Which is normal. I mean, when when I go over to a friend's house, I always bring their parents wine. I love it, and 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 that will help. <laughs> and tell he your sits parents. down. He sits down, and he says, "So, aspartame, huh?" All right. This is the part where Ashley loses her goddamn mind. And oh, sorry, uh, Ashley is Alex Jones in this scene. Yeah. So Ashley says, "Um, she's like, she's like." Says aspartame is a conspiracy theory, and then and then he says global warming, and I was like, oh no. And, and she, she says, says, she says global warming. Also, it's all, global warming is also a, a government conspiracy. The the government invented global warming to distract from large scale animal testing. You know, the presidency is bought and paid for by the cosmetics industry. You know, you know how they they the government. The government wanted to cover cover up animal. Try testing. new ultra ultra brain force plus. We tested on pigs <laughs> to make sure that it works. It's made of it's made of real it's made of real distilled mushrooms and and bath salts. It's, it's mostly distilled mushrooms and soy. It's really a lot of soy. Uh, so yes, Ashley thinks that global warming is a. We false tested fl- on pigs because that way Muslims can't use it. Global warming is a false flag operation to cover up animal testing. She's like, I love I love. Such a big problem being created out of thin air to cover up such a what is what is like undeniably a less important issue. Did you? Yeah, a it large was really, scale like one time testing. I was really. Did you? Afraid. Did you? Um, when when I I just happened to like pause the scene at that point, and I was like, oh, this is fun. If I if I uh, keep it paused, I can try to guess what she's about to say. And my my guess was that she was gonna say like fluoride in the water or something. I but thought no, she was, it was animal testing. I was a little bit thinking she was gonna say something about nine eleven. Chemtrails. And I thought she was gonna talk about nine eleven and how it was an inside job. Like not even joking. I thought that nine eleven <laughs> was gonna come up. Anyway, this isn't important, but I'm screaming, and then Ben is here with ice cream for reasons. Well, okay, no, 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 no. This is the this is the nicest thing that the like most thoughtful thing he's ever done. No. No, yeah, it is. It is. it is. No, no, he no, no, does... no. No, shut the fuck up. No. He says it what? He says I I wanted to bring some ice cream over because I figure Amy's going to be stressed out when she gets home from work and I wanted to ha- I wanted her to have have a treat. Okay. And that's but, weird, but it is thoughtful. But Ben has done other thoughtful things for Amy before. He made a whole gift basket to give to her. He fucking, yeah, but that was he offered to work. He offered to find a job to work so he could support their. Okay, the but I don't. I don't count he fucking, weird things. I don't count like weird over the top things like a giant meat basket. Also, the way that Ben was holding the ice cream, he had his hand on the lid and his other hand on the bottom, so it kind of looked like he was. He like, was charging a kamehameha. I was gonna say like something is in there and he doesn't want it to get out. <laughs> he's, and he's actually, like shaking. Ta- he's like, can, can I? Is there somewhere I can put this down? 
Please. Anyway, Ben uh, lets slip that uh, Amy and Anne are working at a hot dog stop, and like as like comically as possible, like like George just sort of from the bottom of the screen and is like hot dog stand. Ooh, bring the camera. Oh, is that is that was good? Because after Ben says that, they like ex- start exchanging looks, and I was like, what and then that Ben mean? Ben does. I do love what Ben does here. He's like hot dog hut. Nowhere near as good as Boykovich dogs, but they're still pretty good. I've heard. Good job, yeah, Ben. All the, all the ladies love the Vo- the Boykovich dog. But, love, uh, love, love to love to move your product. And then Ben invites George to go eat because he says he's meeting. Amy. Yeah. So jo- so George George like runs out the door with his camera to go to Hot Dog Hut to leaving his, his daughter wife and alone. Daughter. With this, so by, by the way, Ben Ben already told him he was like, "Oh, Amy really said that she doesn't want anyone going by," and and he's like, "But I'm gonna bring my camera and humiliate her. Wouldn't you rather me do that?" And Ben says, "Yeah, all right, good idea. I I love when Amy's sad." And, and then uh, yeah, they then, leave, then they Ashley leave. Ashley and Thomas just like walk behind George, and he's like, "I already forgot that I have a daughter and, and some guy here. Bye." Anyway, let's check it back in with our our old pal Jack. Uh, so, so yeah, Jack, Jack is Jack is he's done running after the guy who stole his money. He's given up. He has he has returned the police to where he started. So the I guess he apparently just... did not accept his his uh, call, which is very weird because I thought police love to go arrest black people. Jack just assumed that the guy who stole the money would like run around the block and end up back where he started because <laughs> that's where he ends up. Yeah, and then and then, uh, and then these these two these two black men, which is scary. They're so in scary. hoodies like, and it's scary. They show up and they're like, "Give me your shoes, kid." And, and I, at this point off. I'm still like, "Oh, this they Duncan put them up to this 100%." I was so then, sure that Duncan was evil, but I was wrong. <laughs> the mastermind behind the whole show the evil duncan boy. so so he gives them his shoes and then he says uh how about this i'll, I'll buy my shoes back from you and i'm like this work why would if they, i take my wallet out in front of the muggers why would they not, not just it. why would they, they not just it. say okay your wallet is mine also which they do and then and jack then is they, like i gotta walk away and then he's like ah pebbles and then they're like ha 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 this yeah, was all like, a joke. It was just a joke. It was just that normal thing that that black people do, where they where they pretend. This is the you. thing. This is so like racist, but it's also, just the, it's just the regular black people activity. Black people love to fake commit crimes. That's the thing, and also hey, what, fake what are the odds that there's any non-white writers on this show? Zero. Oh, okay. Here's the uh, thing. There's there's two three other black characters and they're they're lauren's family and they're like they have lots of money presumably yeah uh and shauna the pedophile so yeah it, so it's revealed th- let's, this, let's okay, okay yeah, this is time to say yeah so this is on. where the uh when he mentions the candy bars they start laughing and they're like oh man let me guess <laughs> You know Duncan. The, you know Duncan. And yeah. he's he's like, yeah. And they go, this is they they tell him this is a scam that Duncan likes to pull, where he he tells you, I'm raising money for underprivileged youths. Can you sell some candy bars for me? And then he take. Now here's what I don't fucking get. Jack was gonna give him the money, and then and why? Then what? If if the scam was to get money, why, why did this? he fucking? Why did he have to mug him? I he was gonna know. give him the money anyway. He could just go, oh, thanks, no, and then just keep it. Yeah, but this is the weird thing, is that they're telling him that Duncan doesn't like anyone, regardless of race, which they throw in, messing with his <laughs> Yeah, sister. they're like, this is, hey, they're like, hey, we don't even see color. Yeah, I, they really I, do. I, they... Oh, oh, were you white? I didn't even notice. Oh, cool. Uh, am, oh, my God. Oh, I, just, oh, am I black? <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't even know I was black. Uh, so, uh, so, 
I did, I did draw a little crown over Duncan's name on the list because I do love that he just like completely scammed Jack. But I don't like the fact that the the black kid also is evil scam kid, which is bad. Yeah, and I, but here's another but I thing did, I didn't like. Here's another thing I didn't like. They it said, makes no sense. Like they what said, he's doing. Uh, Duncan Duncan doesn't like anyone, whether they're black, brown, white, male, or female, having a sexual <laughs> relationship with a sister. You know what they left out is the word underage. That's never. That's been not an issue. issue. That never comes up on the show. What are you talking nope. about? Uh, and then and then these guys are actually no. Like, they they bring it up long enough to go. We know it's bad. Anyway, here we go. And then and then they're like, hey, I'll give you a ride home because your truck got stolen. So yeah, this is the point where I realized, oh, he just he just got his car stolen. That yes, had nothing did. to that, do with he, any of his this. His car is gone and his phone. He did, in fact, just have his car stolen. <laughs> and he's he's Jack, pretty calm about it, too. Jack's, Jack's truck that probably cost him Can I just lot. say, yeah. Duncan doesn't appear in this episode other than that. What are the odds that that was just some extra who they didn't pay because he had no speaking lines? Oh, for sure. He moved too fast. That's why it didn't happen. Yeah, I'm pretty sure so, that that was not Duncan is not crossed off the list. I did draw a little crown above him, but I am disappointed in how this show portrayed, like, the black kid who I liked. Yeah. And how he actually is evil. Yeah, uh, so now Adrian is cosplaying as Grace, and it looks Adrian wrong. is cosplaying as Grace, and Ricky sees this, and he's he's never, ever, ever been more turned on by anything. He's like, I could, I, you're bundled up into one. You get the best of both worlds. It looks like an audition Fucking tape. Fucking Grace of like, 2 and Adrian 2. It, it really looks does. like an audition tape of Francia Raisa trying to get cast as Grace before the show <laughs> came so out. so good. And, uh, and then... Uh, uh, Adrian is like, I've, Adrian's like, I'm restoring my virginity. And he's like, is that something we can do together with sex? <laughs> yeah, he's being so sleazy for this scene. And then Adrian's like, no, I'm a virgin now. And he's like, let me take it. He's like, you're reclaiming your virginity. I don't know what that means, but is it a sex and then he, thing? Because I want you, sex, please. You can't rewrap that gift. I have already unwrapped it so many times. You've given me that gift so many times, Adrian. <laughs> what's one more? And then uh, there's a knock on the door and max is here and he sees ricky and he says nothing about it because why would he this doesn't mean anything yeah she's like don't worry that's just my ex with a boner max is such a weird creepy weirdo who's so weird he's I, so I'm weird torn. i'm torn okay, between so, so i so i think that i think that on a... the one hand he might be weird but on the other hand it might just be that he like he like actually likes adrian and trusts her and think and thinks like highly of her that is true so so max shows up and i grab my pen just ready to cross and he has a teddy bear and i was like hmm that's weird and then he's like he's like hey adrian i, I got you this and uh, i know you you always talked about how you wanted one for christmas but were too embarrassed to ask so i got you one. and adrian's like that's so sweet of you and i was like huh all right yeah, i think I think that was max, nice of her i think max is good but is max good no because 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 max did say something extremely well max max uh didn't care that adrian wasn't a virgin and he's like oh date three that's fine that's fine we can have sex yeah, now. yeah she's she's like so here was my scam i'm gonna become a virgin again and become very christian and then maybe you'll want to have sex with me. And he goes, oh, well, I figured we were going to have sex tonight But anyway. this is the part where Adrian sort of starts fault. Like, she's very confused and end up, because she's like, I'm finally ready to experience things that aren't sex and it's great. And then he's like, oh, we can have sex. And then she's like, huh? And she's like, but, 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 but will you like me if we have sex? And then he says, she gets, oh, Adrian. She gets, she gets Sad. very vulnerable here. And I, I was well, getting no, ready this is to the make thing. this my, Max says, I was getting ready to make this my cool teen moment. Well, I don't says, remember you, if I did ultimately. She's like, would you still like me if we had sex? And he says, oh, I'd like you more. So I crossed him off. 
That was gross. No, uh, no, it yeah. grossed me out. And yeah, then, uh, and that's then the Adrian, wrong thing to say. But yeah, I mean, bad. but I mean, he his point here, his point here is, I don't think he means that she let me have sex with her. Now I like her more. I think his point was that's like deepening our relationship. You're, you're, uh, you that's, feel your bond has deepened. You've went up a yeah, social link. Adrian will not take a mortal blow for you. <laughs> so. Uh, uh, then yeah, I, I don't starts... think I don't think that he I didn't think I don't think he meant it like that. I think because he that's what that's what she's she's like she she basically says I feel like if we have sex then that's going to be like the end of the courting and the dating and he's like that's not how it is. Sex is part of a relationship, so if we start having sex, that's just is it weird that this our got... our relationship being advanced from where it is now? I think that's all that he meant. Yes, I know. It was just the way he said it made me very grossed out. Yeah, but I think out. I think he is. I think he's a good guy, and I'm and I'm should okay I take with this? Should I un? I, you can't uncross a name, but should I? Should I do it? Well, you just said you can't, but okay. I I don't I don't think that I would have crossed him off, and I I. I'm okay with this storyline of him teaching him teaching Adrian about emotional connection. If she stops fucking calling him her brother for the love of God, that's not what they are. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. Uh. So George calls Ashley, and he says, "Hey, do you want anything from Hot Dog Hut? I feel bad that we've left you behind." And she says, "It's fine. We made something at home. Apparently, Ashley can cook now. I don't know." And Thomas is sitting at the kitchen table reading the newspaper. This he goes, is huh. the weirdest thing. He goes, thing. "He goes, huh? Hey." Listen to this. Apparently, the corporation that makes aluminum cans also owns the recycling plant. Okay, we need to talk. Why about is the, that a scam? We need to talk about the visuals here, though. It's, okay? it's very. She's like wearing an apron. She's wearing it's an very apron. much set up he, like, like a they, like a married. They're couple. married, and she's like cooking him food, and they sit down, and then he's like, "So, how was your day?" Yeah, she, she gives him the food. He says, "Thanks, hun." It was so weird. What and then was he said, that? he says, you know, this is great. Not a lo- not enough families like sit down to eat a home cooked. I was so I was. And then dying. she says, she says, we're not family. How old are you? And he says, I'm 13. And she says, I knew it. And now I have no fucking idea what to what think. What is Why happening? Would also, Why would he lie and say he's 15? What is the fuck? What is anything about this guy? The, Who I, is I, he? Okay. And okay. Why is he because here? You were being a, you were being the worst last week when I tried to express how weird it is. That the actor who plays this kid is 17? Well, I thought that he wasn't. Okay, he is 13, apparently, and if that's the case, so this, this is, is so bad! So this is a 17-year-old playing a 13-year-old, which is the same difference between uh, Lil' JJ and Duncan's age, but... That is true. It okay, is bad. Anyway. A 17-year-old is not a 13-year-old at all. But so, I still don't know if he's 13! I have so, no fucking idea how old he is, really. So we're back at the hot dog shop, and Leo shows up, and I love it. Anne is, Anne is, Anne is fucking loving Anne it. Anne is she crushing it. it. I, I wish that Anne wasn't so frustrating at the beginning of this episode, or I would have kept her on the list, but you can't get uncrossed. And Leo yeah. shows up, and uh, Ben like walks up to the counter and is like, I'll have one Amy hold the Ricky. He really, he really does. She's he doesn't like, say that. Hot dog, he... hot dog for you, Leo? And he says, yeah. And she goes, what about you, Ben? And he says, I'll just have Amy. I'll just have a uh, ice cold Amy, uh, and <laughs> which, then, which she certainly and is. And then Amy is like, looks really. Amy upset is that fucking ben, pissed. Amy is so angry. And then you know who who is also probably angry is Anne. After George says cheese, and then takes a picture of her. Yeah, and by the way, by the way, Leo apparently was in on George's prank because she's like, "Hey, how are you doing, Leo?" And he goes, oh, "I'm good." So is George, and George is like, "Ha! Surprise!" Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And then uh, there was a moment where where I thought Anne was going to kiss the hot Fernando to make George jealous. 
that's but then she asks. By the way, uh, okay. So this this was the part where it was really really clear that there's no fucking reason for Anne to speak Spanish because he speaks uh, English and understands what everything. Yeah, is. but but even even before that happens. So so George asks for a hot dog. He's like, I, I want a hot dog. You know the way I like it. And she turns around and she does the slow, loud English. And she's like, now I – this is my hu- husband and he wants you to take the hot dog, cut it down the middle. I, he wants you to put it on the grill, like open it up like a like a book, put it face down on the grill, grill it up real nice. And then once it's grilled, he wants you to put onions and mustard in the middle and just a little tiny bit of ketchup. Hey, you know what? That sounds like such a – Oh yeah, it sucks. I hate and, it. Perfect and yeah, right and now. so so she thinks that he doesn't speak Spanish, or she she thinks that he doesn't speak English. She just expected Amy to translate all that. But Amy's not there. She doesn't. This know is after that. Amy left, she knows. She sent her on break. That doesn't matter. She, she's talking matters. to this guy who she thinks doesn't understand her at all, and giving him this complicated order. She's not even like miming it to make it clear at all. And he goes. Okay, I'll do that, Anne. I understand every word of it because I speak English perfectly. Yeah, he d- it was a prank. He and then she the says, time. she says, I thought you only spoke Spanish. And then... Boarding school? And then, I thought this was Spanish class. He says, well, you know, I thought your daughter needed a job. Fernando, you fucking charming liar. I love Fernando so much. I'm there so sad no that he'll... There is no fucking way that he had anything to do with Amy getting this job... Because he didn't know anything about her situation when she was interviewing. He's a, he's a, a tremendous boy. I love him. He is Fernando. absolutely lying. There is no him. truth to that. I love, I love everything he says and does. And I want him to come back and Betty to come back. But I know It's incredibly likely that the guy who interviewed Anne doesn't know that Fernando speaks English. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, anyway, this is very – so this guy walks in and he's got four giant rolls of paper and I immediately tagged him as an architect. Because yeah, he might he might as well have been wearing, wearing a fucking a sh- shirt that says, I am an architect and there's an opening in my firm. I hated this so much. He's like uh, – they talk about coffee a lot, which is weird <laughs> yeah. that hot dog hot yeah, sells he asks coffee. For, he asks for a coffee and she says, no, we mug? only have styrofoam cups, so I'm not going to do that unless you have a mug in your car. You know how that how food service works. I'm not gonna give you water unless you have your own cup because I don't like. Do you have a cup? Styrofoam. I don't really like our cups. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> and then he's like, "Ooh, you're you're you're. Uh, why are you working here? Why don't you come work at my office? I'm an architect, and also he offers her a job that she isn't technically qualified for. Yeah, this fucking this fucking discount Will Ferrell looking doofy ass architect look like motherfucker. A Will Ferrell kind of not funny. Will Ferrell fucking. He says. He dude. says. He says to this woman that he's just met for the first time, who's working at this hot dog place, he says, Hey, you know, my architect firm is trying to transition to being more green. You wouldn't happen to know anything about environmentally conscious construction supplies, would you? You know, you know, she says, when I, well, I'm, well, when I'm ordering a cup of coffee at a hot dog restaurant, you see a, a I love to offer, like, highly qualified positions to the person working at the counter. But she got a 3.8 before she dropped out. Yeah, the fucking... I mean, obviously that is very... He's like, she's like... And, and her explanation for how... She's like, I don't, but I didn't know how to work at a hot dog stand this morning. Yeah, yeah he's like, wow, you're clearly a genius. He this, says... Uh, he, gi- he gives her his business card and he's like, you know, I'm looking for someone who knows... Who can do research and manage vendor relationships. Th- yeah, that's how getting a fucking job works. 
And then fucking all, as, here, and then all you like, do, all you do, all you do is you say, "I hate styrofoam cups." And then someone goes, "Oh, cool. Do you have experience?" No. Here you go. In this economy, and you know the worst part about this scene, besides just Anne getting everything is going her way for no reason, even though I hate her, is the uh, fact that this guy is adult Ben. First of all, that this guy is adult Ben, and he says, I'll call you, and then Fernando is there Fernando. in the background. <laughs> Poor Fernando. He just I goes, love Fernando. He just says, oh, America, and then, like, leaves. <laughs> well, okay. So, I couldn't tell if he was, like, Fernando, saying... Before we talk about Fernando, okay. let's just be clear. She, after he offers her the job, she, or he, he, he says, call me and we'll talk. So, he offers yeah. her an interview. Yes. Not, he doesn't offer her the job. So, she said... She says, uh, wait, what about your coffee? And he says, oh, I never really wanted the coffee. Call me. So that's literally what Ben did to Amy in episode one, <laughs> that he's like, oh, a woman. I've never met her before, but I sure do like looking at her. Do you I think I'll absorb the, her into my life. Do you want to know the deep twist I've just come up with? That's Ben. Time yes. travel. <gasps> it's, because no, Amy it's, said you should date my mom. Yes, Ben traveled. I, I think there's a horrible twist at the end that turns out that Anne is Amy in the future. A, Rick, uh, ben, oh my god, because, because when, ben, because when then, the interviewer asked her if she's a natural redhead and she said yes, and then he said, I like a woman who's not afraid to lie. Oh my god, that's Amy. And then, and then, uh, and then George is Ricky, but I don't know. What so what's the point of any of this? Uh, it's all oh, a twist. One. It's so, like how Fry is Lars. <laughs> The whole time. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Fernando... Fernando is watching all this happen. Now, I didn't... That Yeah, that's where he goes, Ah, America. I and couldn't tell really, if it was it really, sarcasm or if he, he was looks like... He looks so happy for her, but I'm pretty sure that what he's thinking in his head is, Ah, America, where all you have to do is be pretty and white and everything gets handed to you for free. Poor Fernando. Poor Fernando. I'm giving my... my I'm my... giving my cool teen moment to Fernando's Thank quiet you. frustration. I love Fernando so much. Fernando, so, go on, Chapo. One, please. So one day after work and Amy... Oh, but yeah, one day after work and Amy has already given up. She hates it. She didn't even do anything all day. She hates it. She fucking hates it so ben much. Ben and Amy talk and I didn't even fucking I didn't care. But Leo gives a gives funny look to them talking. And then yeah, ben that's is like, when, that's when Ben Ben is talking to Amy and George and Leo are sitting right there and he's like, "Don't worry, Amy. You don't need this job. My dad's a sausage king." We'll and, then Leo, and then Leo and then Leo's, and Leo's like, like, "What the fuck is he saying?" This was this was best Leo ever. I love this so much. I do. I did have an issue with it, but what yeah, was just, it? What well, was you it? just say what you just say what he says, and I'll well, tell you my Leo issue. Well, Leo turns around. He says he's like, "Hey Ben, no, that's my money, not your money. I started when was I was thirteen. I started working at a butcher shop, and I worked hard to get to where I am today. I'm not gonna let you just be lazy and loot mooch off my money. If you want money, go work, go work at the butcher shop that I used to work at. I'll hook now, you up here's with a job. Now here's my issue. Here's my issue." I know that I know this is par for the course of this show, but what fucking happened to Leo being like, "Don't worry, you just gotta marry Amy, and then we'll take care of the baby for." You. I know, I, I I I know. Also, also, you fuck just... Leo. Like there, he he and Ben Ben confirms this a second later, but he's like he's like I I started from nothing and I worked my way up with with nothing but hard work. He fucking inherited that butcher shop from his parents. Did he really? 
Yeah, Ben says so. He says it's oh, the family he? business. He just he just inherited. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. Well, fuck you, Leo. But I did like I do like when he he started with a small loan of a butcher shop. He started a small loan of a million. It's it's unclear whether they already were like the sausage empire or if it was just a butcher shop. But I don't think so. I think that it's implied that it was a it was a family. It, it was one. It is implied that uh, it was just a butcher shop, but. We also I mean, don't is, really know what it means that he's the sausage king. It means that he owns, like, a bunch of sausage factories, and I don't know. Good point. Does he? It, they haven't said that. All I that they've know. said is he's the sausage king. He's That's the sausage king. That's all they've king. said. We know who he's he is. He's a sausage king, and their family owns a butcher shop. So That's ben all we worked, really So know. I can't wait to see uh, Ben, like, kicking and screaming, showing up to band practice just covered in blood, and just, also, like... <laughs> also... Fun <laughs> kicking and screaming reference, by the way, a movie that everyone remembers. That Will Ferrell was in, just like Will Ferrell. Yeah, Past the, the, the Italians. Like but, uh... <laughs> so, <laughs> by the way, Ben tells Amy, he's like, don't you worry about Ricky. I went behind your back and I told him back off because I'm gonna marry you and then the baby will be mine. Aren't you happy about <laughs> this, Amy? Don't you like it? <laughs> don't you love it, Amy? When Aren't I you glad? This? Aren't, Aren't you glad you... they did this, Amy? Aren't you glad that I said Ricky, go away? Yeah, so after uh, Leo says all that shit, Ben, ben like, rolls his eyes and he's like, huh, don't worry, Amy, I'm not gonna get a job. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, Amy. This isn't, this, you can keep working here. Is, and, <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's, that's when, that's when, uh, Amy, like, starts to get up and get back to work, and Ben, like, also starts to get up, and she's like, oh, you don't have to help me out in there, and he's like, Amy, I'll do anything for you. Like, that's not how jobs work. You can't just do that. I, I you can't just be like, girl. you can't just be like, no, please, you don't understand. I love her. I love her. Also, she's white and, and a woman, and so you have to hire her to your architect. Oh, oh my yeah, god. I, you I, know that it, I know that it's like nine o'clock at night and there's no customers here, but you know, you could probably use firm. a random weirdo kid to help. It'll, it's like with the these funny no IT. customers and and here's a the and then here's how the episode ends is that everyone leaves and then george is sitting there staring yeah, longingly at his wife who he endlessly torments and makes fun of and and humiliates and just says awful things to her and he's so yeah. sad that she doesn't love him anymore poor george yeah, you're you know Cry george, me you're a really... fucking river you piece of shit you did yeah, this. this show the show is like really trying to convince me that he's like still in love with her and like wants to make the marriage work and meanwhile every fucking time they have a scene together he's hiding money from her making and fun of her, her and, and just, humiliating just like, her and insulting her and what is he, wrong like, comes, with him he comes to hot dog hut and sees her like having such a great time working this job she's like i've never had a job before this is so great and he's like he's like what a shitty job this isn't a real job you should be ashamed of yourself Who is, uh, and, then, and then he's like he's like doing a wistful look at her like oh, oh man i i love her I so wish, much i wish i could have her back George, uh, fucking George is a okay, Brenda Vision. So that's the end of the episode. D- uh, so did you give a cool team moment? Oh, it was, was it Fernando's? It silent? was Fernando, I guess. Yeah, it's Fernando's silent just pain. It was just Fernando. <laughs> just the word Fernando. Mine. What was mine? Oh yeah, I gave it to the most realistic customer. So final tally: who is still on my list? Okay. Um. So it you was, know, you said you took Max off. I took Max off. Uh, I'm guessing Leo. Leo is on my list. Donovan. Donovan's still on my list. And, um... Fernando is on my list. Oh, Fernando. Okay. And, uh, Reverend Stone is on my list. Oh, I was right about Reverend Stone. And 
Duncan has a little crown because I like the way he fucked with Jack, but I think I'm going to cross him off. Well, Duncan doesn't count because he wasn't in this episode. That was definitely oh. not. That was definitely not. Oh, you're right. Okay. Him. All right, cool. Because because the other, here's the other people I, I wrote 0% chance that they, that they paid that guy to come in and just run across the camera twice. I needed to, I, I was adding people in as the episode went on. So I, and I, I, I was just obsessed with keeping it like even. So anytime the list, I added a character and the list became uneven, I had to come up with with more characters even though i knew they wouldn't show up so here's the other can I people just, can i just like, say by the way i i paused to try to get a look and see like is that duncan he seriously runs by no, so fucking yes. fast that you can't he is i a didn't blur. know a human could run that fast anyway let me tell you the characters who i put on this list even though i was like unsure that they'd be on this episode lauren oh i didn't actually i didn't put madison Henry and, and lauren. alice i didn't put them either I'm I just put, saying them because I'm like, hey, remember them? I forgot, I forgot about, about, them. about them too. Tom, Marshall, Kathleen, Ruben, Leon, Shauna, Ken Fields, Mark Molina, who's never coming back, and Tammy. I, I, I'm pretty sure Mark Molina will come back at some point. <sighs> Is there? Are they ever gonna like, like really resolve that plot line where he's married with, to, with his with his wife with his wife? Uh, probably not. Never. No, I, I would honestly not be surprised if Mark was gone at this point. So this is a bad episode. It was, I mean, they're all bad episodes now, I think. I think this the... <laughs> this episode is really Yeah, we're out of the woods with regards to the show ever being From everything I've been told about the kind of things that start happening on this show, I think this feels like my first real taste of, like, what season two will be. Except I know it'll be even more. Because, because oh, it's, like, I'm so psyched for every, two. like, Grace's, like, crazy virginity scheme and, like, just George being a nightmare and Amy just so, being the worst. So this is this is where I want to say I, I I learned a few things about Secret Life uh, between between recordings because uh, I, I found this interview with uh, with uh, the actors for Ben Grace and Adrian where uh, they they gave me some some valuable input. First of all, apparently uh, Darren Kagasoff, Ricky, uh, this was his first like acting role in his life. Good job, which Ricky. Is, yeah, he's he's he's, he's doing decent. it. He's, He's doing a good job for his first role. Yeah, good job. Uh, but anyway, uh, apparently, so <laughs> they said... Do you think this was a fun show to be on? Probably not. Uh, so <laughs> so uh, they said... Uh, one of the questions that was asked to them by the interviewer was, Seventh Heaven ran for 11 seasons. Do you, do you see this show going that long? And, and their response was... We do, and actually, Brenda has said Seventh Heaven ran for eleven seasons. She wants to get twelve more than Seventh Heaven. Now, I don't oh, know if that was. Ha- I don't know if they that have was to change the title at that. Point. I don't know if I don't know if Ken Bauman misspoke. If if he meant she wants twelve seasons of this as opposed to eleven of Seventh Heaven, or if he meant she wants twenty three seasons of Secret Life. In, but in he the- did say something. He did make a joke about like we'd have to call it Secret Life of Middle Aged People or something. And good job, Ken Bowman. You've made a joke. You're not Ben, and I wish I could separate you from Ben, but I don't think I can. Yeah, well, I it's mean, sad, but 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 that's the thing. Is also in the interview he talks about how like uh, Wait, what one of the one of the oh right, you that- told me this. He says, like, yes. one of the reasons that the show is is so successful, it wasn't even when it was airing, uh, or even when it was first airing, I should say. He says one of the reasons it was so successful is that, like, all the characters are so relatable, and there's, like, something to relate to for all teens about all of them. And, like, and he, he's like, yeah, so you got, you got like, the, cool, the nice Christian cheerleader, you got Ben, the nice guy. <laughs> and he, and the, they said, uh. like, if... 
they one of the questions is like if you if you could pick uh any character from the show to like be friends with in real life who would it be and he said he said it would be ben because ben's such a nice guy he does have a lot of money and he does buy a lot of things for people remember when he gave adrian five hundred dollars to drive to make to take him god he sure did do that huh (laughs) i forgot about that till just now there's so many fun details when you remember things from the show Things I completely forgot about. Yeah, it really is like Arrested Development. Ding! It's really, yeah, it is. Oh, we, we, you ruined, we, 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 we almost didn't. All I know, right. that's why I did that. All right, uh, I guess, is there anything else we have? No, uh, let's just, let's say? do the old plugs. Uh, <laughs> let's, so yeah, you can follow us on, uh, Tumblr. Wouldn't it have been uh, really funny if I had unplugged my computer and just turned everything off? <laughs> I would end the podcast permanently. Uh Tumblr, uh jurgenit.tumblr.com. You can Please send us messages send us at jurgenit.tumblr.com slash ask. You can ask us questions about bullshit. Uh, I don't we'll read them, I promise. We will read them. I, I don't promise. care what they are. They can I'll be even, so racist. I I'll do care. a Ben voice. I'll do Ben ASMR if you want. You can me say to. anything and we will read it with our hey, listeners, no matter what hey, you say. Hey, I'm reaching out to you listeners. Someone please request me to do Ben ASMR so Sam has to listen to oh, me doing it. Oh god. That. Please, any of you. I would love that so much. Yeah. Also, uh, we're also on Patreon, patreon.com slash Jurgen at Lucky. First subscriber gets uh fake ID, uh, Nevada fake, fake ID, ID from Jordan. I'll make it. Or if you don't want it, you you can also not get it. That's not like a mandatory thing. I mean, it's a nice uh, thing to have. I'll also send you birth control. <laughs> it is nice to have. Uh, 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 you know what? That that would be a fun thing actually. If one of our Patreon subscriber <laughs> rewards, I, I think the the lower the lowest tiers will give you a shout out, but the I think the the second tier can be that we'll read anything in in Ben voice uh, ASMR optional. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna, gonna do that. I'm gonna say I'm gonna set it to that. Um, okay, but I was gonna. I mean, I was gonna just read it ASMR voice if someone asked, sent us a Tumblr question because whatever. Uh, well, I don't no, need hold money. It, hold it hostage for money. Also, uh, you can you can subscribe to us on Google Play and iTunes. Uh, and speaking of iTunes, you can leave reviews like like one very nice person did who uh, la- left a positive review and I yeah this was really, really confusing I don't know who that is but but thank you for your very nice review yeah thank you very much I'm uh, glad you com- are enjoying the show keep them coming uh, I, I'm glad anyone hear, is enjoying the show we love to hear your feedback and 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 uh, if you if you have to have like feedback like say do more Ben ASMR or like yeah talk I mean about basically if, if you've got more. if you've got anything you want to say all you got to do is say it we're just gonna get a hundred views that just say slut school and, and five stars. <laughs> slut school, five stars. That's gonna seem iTunes is gonna be like, hmm, what's going on here? <laughs> what what kind of tight ship are they running? Anyway, uh thanks for listening. Uh thanks, Brenda. Thanks, Brenda. Oh, uh twitter.com slash jurgen at positive dash stress dot tumblr dot com. Twitter.com slash Bradipus Rex. There you go. Okay. Thanks, Brenda. Thanks, Brenda. Adios. <laughs> Adios. See you, Space Cowboy. Goodbye, George. Brandivision.